Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The following podcast is brought to you by Astro Panda Productions. For more information or to find other great shows, visit AstroPandaProductions.com or visit the Astro Panda Productions page on BlogTalkRadio.com. Welcome to Geekish Cast, week of October 16th, 2018. I am your host, Jeremy Vilmer. Joining us this week is the most requested returning guest, Paul Vieira. What's happening, Paul? What's up, guys? And the second most requested guest, Joe Slepsky. What's oh, happening? I'm, I can't handle the accolades. I can't. Can't handle it. Too much. Too much. <laughs> well, you're still in the top two. How bad? No, I love it. Oh, I, oh, I'm yeah. not complaining. I'm saying that's. I got people on the street asking about me. Yeah, yeah exactly. always, always. Yeah, bill collectors. <laughs> I I didn't want to point anybody out, but yeah, that was one of them uh joe what's happening on what's happening on joe on joe this week? well this week is a uh joe on joe illustrated week tomorrow we're going to be dropping uh joe on joe illustrated issue number 40 where i look at gi joe number 40 it's got that wonderful mike zek cover with uh roadblock and his mod deuce staring you down the face and just pumping hot lead into cobra butt nice yeah Ugh. Sounds a little it. invasive in a way. Well, though. you know, it's called John Joe, you know. <laughs> <laughs> no, what it's, great. It's, it's great. It's a cla- it's I love it. It's a it's a great it's a great issue. It's the one where Cobra uh tricks the Joes into triggering the fault line just south of New Orleans, which then eventually raises Cobra Island. Oh nice. Ah. Uh, yeah, it's cool. And it's the introduction of shipwreck, which is always exciting. Very That's cool. a lot going on for one story. Oh, man, that is I, a lot I'll tell you going what, on. Those G.I. Joe books, there, there was no no dust on them, man. No moss on that stone. They rolled. There was a lot of stuff always happening in every issue. You are correct. I do remember that. There was always something happening. It did not hold its ground very often. Yeah. It just kind of rolled and rolled. Yeah. You know, Larry Hama always talked about, he has said so many times that he never planned what to do from issue to issue. He would just sit down and, you know, in the writer's parlance, he would say, let the characters take me. But it, like even plot point stuff, he very rarely planned ahead. Like he would sit down and go, okay, this is where this story is at. What's going to happen this month? 
and it's funny nice. because it's it's evidenced in this issue because in the previous issue he has Duke in a location in the story that he's in a different location in the start of this issue, and then they quickly have to redraw it and have it be Hawk later in the story when it obviously was not Hawk. <laughs> but whatever, you know, like you just you just roll with it month to month. Yeah. Well, yeah. Sometimes continuity gets in the way. I guess. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. 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 Paul, what's going on with you this week? Oh, nothing much. Just the same old, same old, man. Just doing the whole dad thing. Yeah. Any new toys? Any new statues? No, I got two emails from Sideshow saying that they were delayed, so I got to wait another couple months for uh, my uh, for my swamp thing to come in. That is a bummer. So, well, Paul, while we're talking to you, what are you geeking out about this week? Um, I am geeking out. I know it's like super old, but I'm geeking out about. I finally bought The Witcher Three, the complete edition for my PS4, and I've been playing that. And it's consuming my life. Like my, <laughs> my son goes to bed, and I'm like, I'll just hop on and play a quick thirty minutes, you know, an hour before I go to bed. Next thing I know, it's like the sun's coming up. I'm like, son of a bitch, I gotta get my kid ready for school. <laughs> just no quick playing that game. I just love it. It's great. Uh, that's so, great. so that's what I'm geeking out about right now. Oh, that's great, Joe. What are you geeking about? I'm geeking out about. I'm geeking yeah. out about Friday the 13th this week. I've been watching. Uh, it's weird. It's in preparation. It's my excitement for Halloween, the movie. But I decided to watch the Friday the 13th movies because I haven't really watched them all in a good, good number of years. And so I'm really watching them with a kind of a critical eye. And I'm loving it. Loving it. Nice. Yeah. So what is your favorite Jason? Uh, a live Jason or zombie Jason? I, well, so far I'm only up to uh, part three, so he just got, oh, okay. he just got the hockey mask, and there's really no supernatural aspect to it. That's really that's what I'm actually fascinated with, that they got three yeah. three movies in before it really took on any kind of supernatural boogeyman. It's just he's just a dude with a learning disability in the woods for three whole movies. Yes, yeah. well, for two. For well, two, for two, two, yeah. In the first yeah. movie, he was in the lake. Mm. He, was, he had a disability in the lake. Yeah. But, um, yeah, and I, I was shocked at how much they showed his face in part three. Uh, quite a, quite well, a bit. Hold on yeah, here. no, they quite oh, a bit. Yeah. And, and like how the girl was recounting two years ago, I came out here and I was attacked by a strange man. So why are you coming back out coming here? Back. <laughs> oh, to face oh. what demon exactly? <laughs> here, here, here is the thing that's always blown me away about that: to see her boyfriend Rick, who's a really rapey son of a bitch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah. That's right. That's right. That's right. Yeah. It's it's crazy. Yeah. It's it's crazy, but it's it's funny. And then you like the flashback of when Jason attacked her two years ago. You know, I don't know how she got away two years ago, but that flashbacks—it's so comical. I was watching it, and again, haven't seen it in years. I completely forgot what it was. I was like. Oh, that can't be Jason. That's going to be a twist. It's going to be like old man McGillicuddy that attacked her. <laughs> oh, no, that was Jason. Nope. Jason. <laughs> oh, no, it absolutely was. So the idea was part three was going to be a direct sequel to two, and they were going to follow Jenny. Oh. But whatever, whatever fell apart. So they decided to give Chris a backstory that involved Jason. Interesting. And yeah. so it was supposed to be like, Jason followed her to a different because it was also not it wasn't camp uh, not camp blood uh, Crystal Lake it wasn't Crystal Lake either right it was no a, it was, it was a different, not it yeah. was 
it was like the other side of the lake or however they explained it. Yeah. Yeah. It was somewhere else a little bit further away. That's very Um, cool. Yeah. So they decided to go with a final girl that had a history with him. Now, let me ask you this out of the first three movies, what three movies all had the hottest girls in it? Uh, I would say part three. I, uh, part three is pretty good. Yeah. I think you, you yeah. might, you might be right there because the, I think, I, yeah, yeah. I, I can't I, even remember. I need to go back and watch those again. Cause they all blur together in my brain. It's been so long. Well, yeah. Cause they're all so boilerplate, but every time I go part three is kind of a shitty movie. It actually has some of my favorite beats, but Every time I watch part three, I'm like, oh, shit, that girl's prettier than I thought. Oh, my yeah. God, she's pretty, too. Yeah, yeah, they really are. You know, part two, I think part two had my favorite, talking about beats, the um, when the, uh, I think her name was Vicky, the girl who fell for the guy in the wheelchair. Oh, yeah. That was a lovely scene. Like, it was really, yes, it, was. it was great. And I was like, oh, I, I don't remember this being so well done in, you know, a Friday the 13th movie. It was really uh-huh. nice, and then and then, yeah, of course, he gets, he gets wow, <laughs> and then it all fell apart rather yeah. quickly. And then it's no longer lovely. <laughs> Look, my, my one of my problems with the Friday Friday movies part two is my favorite. Most Friday fans overlook part two and just go, "Well, it was just a rip off part one." I think some of the best character moments were actually in part two. Yeah, I think Jenny was the best final girl. I think some of the strongest relationships were in part two. Mm-hmm. And if they could only show us what happened to Paul, I think it would stand out as a top, you know, top movie of the slasher film genre. Now, which one was Paul? Paul was Jenny's boyfriend and the actor quit by the end. So they just had to get rid of him. So uh, did they, how did they kill him off or they didn't or what? Happened? They didn't, they didn't really show it. You just have Jenny being wheeled away going, where's Paul? Where's Paul? Oh yeah. Oh, oh she was at the guy yeah. she was at the bar with. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, is it the guy who stayed after they stayed late at the bar or the, the other guy? No, the the blonde guy who was kind of like shown as her romantic interest. Yeah, yeah. he just yeah. disappears from. The, you're right. Yeah, he did. Yeah, he's like he's. It appears he's killed, and then she goes to Jason's shack, and then he comes back and rescues oh, her. Right, 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 right. Yeah, and then when she wakes up after the window scare, we don't know what happened to him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, a lot of- yeah, well, the window scare, I see, I read that as like the ending of the first one being in her head. That's, You're actually supposed to. Yeah. You're right. actually supposed to. That was a, that was a nightmare jump. Right. Because the dog should have been dead. Number of other things. Blah, yeah, blah, plus, blah. Plus they, they, they lived, you know, because <laughs> like, mm-hmm. when he comes through that window, he grabs her. Like she's not getting away from him. Oh, yeah. No, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, actually, I am glad to hear you are watching those. I am a huge fan. Um, one of my friends who has done an interview here, oh, I'm going to forget his name now, Scott Phillips, wrote a screenplay where it was going to be basically Penn and Teller versus Jason Voorhees. Um, yes. Yes. <laughs> which was going to be his Abbott and Costello beat Dracula or the, uh, the Wolfman or whatever. And then as soon as he pitched the movie, they kicked him out of the room. So it didn't go any further than that. Yeah. Oh, my God. That would have been amazing. Yeah, that would have been amazing. 
Um, as far as me, what am I geeking out about this week? My new microphone. I got a new microphone, uh, but I'm not in a sound treated room, so you can't tell yet. And then, of course, we ran into actual problems yeah. recording today. So, fuck this microphone. <laughs> I, don't think the microphone. The, I don't think it's the microphone's fault. Come on. No, probably not. It's probably not. But anyways, <laughs> Paul, you set up this week's venue. What do we got for news? What are we talking about? What are we talking about? Oh, yeah. So uh, Netflix <clears throat> canceled. Iron Fist after two seasons. Um, I don't know if it's canceled or just didn't decided not to make a third season. I don't know what you call it, but uh, so this is, I guess, the first time one of the Marvel shows they're like, all right, yeah, it, we're done with it. But I think they kind of did the same thing with Defenders, or they're just not. I don't know if they're going to make it Defenders season two, but uh, I I'm not even done with the first the second season of Iron Fist. I could only like handle one episode at a time before I'm like I I, I need to just watch this. Paul, and Paul are you gonna watch the whole thing? Or are you just gonna go episode by episode until you get sick? I'm just gonna go episode and episode until like I finally finish one day. It's it's really bad. You know what they should so, do? You know what they should do now that it's kind of in the can? They should just take the first season, edit the shit out of it. And cut it down to like three good episodes, and and I don't even know what what they would cut out, but cut out everything terrible, and get three good episodes out of it. Call it a prequel to season two, and I haven't seen season two yet. But then just say, hey, this is what happened previously in Iron Fist, and then go with Iron Fist season two and move, and just then then that's what they show. It's just gosh, for you know, it just drives me crazy that the dude that's supposed to be like the most badass fighter on the planet is constantly getting his ass kicked. It yeah. just drives me nuts. Well, he also doesn't look like he could, you know, break a twig. No, not at all. The other characters are way more interesting than he is. That drives me crazy. Yeah. Well, maybe so. if he had shown up for uh, his martial arts training, which the word on the street was that he did not, maybe they wouldn't be in this predicament. Oh, really? I thought the second season. Maybe he, he did was... for the second season. He may have for the second season. But the reason, yeah. I mean, it got canceled before anyone had a chance to watch the second season because the first yeah. season was so bad. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Have anybody seen the second season? (laughs) No, I I actually never intended to watch it. I never finished the first season. Um again, I've seen better fight choreography in a gerbil cage. (laughs) (laughs) At Richard Gere's house. Well, not at his house, but at a party I was at one time, yeah. I mean, they're going to do season three of Luke Cage, I guess. Well, that's... And Danny will probably show up. Yeah, that's the thing. He, I mean, how much... He's a character in that universe. It's intrinsically yeah. tied to it. And it's not like his sets were super elaborate. You know, they film on location for most of the yeah. stuff. So it's just yeah. fold his character into the other stuff. Not that they're probably going to do another Defenders, but if they did, he would just be a part of that. Yeah. Make Power Man and Iron Fist, call it a day. I think. Yeah, I mean, I mean look, look at the history of the Iron <clears throat> Fist comic books. It's not like he has a rich tradition of solo series. He gets a no. series, people love it for a little while, then it gets canceled. The Brubaker one's the, like the one that everybody talks yeah, about. Yeah, and and it's fantastic read, yeah. you know. But eventually, it gets canceled. You know, that's yeah. There's not a uh, yeah. Iron Fist does not have a rich publishing history. That is true. So I'm not surprised by this, but 
you know, I wonder how much more they're going to make, how much, how many episodes Netflix has bought for Marvel before the streaming. Yeah, right. The Disney stream comes out, so it's interesting. But yeah, Daredevil I, comes out in a couple of days, and I'm super yeah, excited for that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'd be interested. This has been a really uneven effort, I think, overall, the Netflix series, because, like, you get a great one, and you get a good one. Or a shitty one, and then you get a great one again. It's been a really unbalanced effort. I well, I, I cannot I, wait for Punisher season two. That is going to yeah. be amazing because the first season was great, and I think they know mm-hmm. what they're doing with that one. I can't wait for it. Yeah, oh, yet I think Jessica Jones season season one was fantastic. Season two was a bowl of oatmeal with no <laughs> flavoring added. Yeah. No. Yes. It was so boring. The first one was excellent though. Oh, it was gripping. You couldn't it, stop watching it. Mm-hmm. But then season two was just like, oh, have, here's yeah. here's the story we've all seen done better somewhere yeah. else. Yeah. I have mommy issues. Like I don't yeah. care. Like <laughs> I haven't seen season good. two yet. Is that what it was about? Mommy issues? Oh yeah, yeah. It the was it, poorly done, mommy issues. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Great. Right. Um, I I really am okay. So, with me, storytelling is always about cutting dead weight. Yeah. So, Iron Fist season one was bad enough that most of us weren't going to watch season two. Mm-hmm. I believe. Yeah. I think. Yeah. 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 So, okay, so the actor that did it was okay, and with with choreography work, he could be believable. Fine. There doesn't need to be an Iron Fist show, right? Am I right or wrong? Does you know well, yeah, no, there does not need to be an Iron Fist show. No. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. You can always just fold them over into one of the other shows as a background guy or a whoever. Honestly, I bet you could replace the actor, and fifty percent of us wouldn't notice. No, yeah, yeah, yeah kind of a shitty, <laughs> yeah, kind of shitty thing to say, but just go ahead, roll him over into something else. If you do another T movie, fine. If you do another whatever kind of thing, fine. Keep him around. The actor himself wasn't terrible, but apparently didn't like to. Uh, do kung fu all right fine fuck it we don't need them right yeah Yeah. (laughs) that's that's kind of the way i took it Mm -hmm. he looked bored the whole time and he also looked like a uh skateboarding douchebag shithead that none of us (laughs) wanted to hang out with yeah it was hard to root for in that show yeah well it was a thing i just remembered that that episode was like i used to skateboard in here and i'm like in a fucking office lobby you fuckhead and okay, all right, fine. That's um, not where you skateboarded when you were. Uh, no, no, because <laughs> guys like me would have been shot. So yeah. But anyhow, okay. anything else? Do you guys have anything else? What do you? What are your thoughts on the Netflix Marvel series? Is the Marvel uh, streaming universe gonna shit on this? What do you think? Yeah, I think I think that Eventually, I think this yeah. universe has a finite life to it. You know, yeah. like anything, I think it's they're they're gonna let the contracts run. It'll be a good five years, I think, before it's all said and done. 
-hmm. But, um, yeah, I mean, it depends on how good the Punisher is if they do Moon Knight and all that stuff. Oh, I can't wait to see a Moon Knight series. That would be awesome. I don't even care where they do it. I just want to see it. Oh, speaking of direct to uh, streaming, either one of you guys watch uh, Titans? Not yet. I haven't seen it yet. Oh, I wish I wish you had. I did. I have the service. Okay, but Paul, I watched it quite drunk at Steve's house Friday night. Yeah, we drank uh, forty-eight beers that night. He and I. Holy crap! (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) I I don't know how we lived through it. (laughs) Yeah, but the one question I had at four twenty a.m. What was the plot of that show? And he's like, I don't think there was a plot. So. I'm going to have to give it a couple episodes. Yeah, I need to get the streaming. I haven't, I haven't pulled the trigger on the streaming yet, the service, but I want to. I might give it three or four weeks. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Uh, okay. I, but I really I want to watch Swamp Thing. <laughs> well, that's, I might, I might even wait for that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and nothing about the Titan show really made me want to say, oh, I want to watch that. Like, so unfortunately. I but I can't. Okay, see the train wreck. So, so just just for Joe's reference, I can tell you that the fuck Batman reference yeah. makes a little more sense in the show. Okay, it makes a little. It makes a little more. Well, let me put it this way: Robin Robin drops in on a uh, a big gang scene, mm-hmm. and they're all like, "Where's Batman?" And then he beats the shit out of them all and goes, "Fuck Batman!" and walks out. No, I know that's what. Yeah, that was that was that was absolutely. I that's not a surprise. That was totally Mm -hmm. in context from the from the commercial they gave us. Yeah, that's not a surprise at all. A little bit because they kind of just tried to make it say like, "Oh, Robin hates Batman." That wasn't Uh, it. It was like I I don't. No, I read it. I read it exactly like that, and it's still like really. Yeah, we'll see. I haven't watched it, so I you know I don't want to be. I don't want to be a dick. I don't want to be a dick on it. Now that being said. They cursed more, they, they use cursing more casually than I do, which wow. is saying wow. something. Yeah. That's that's weird. Yeah. Because I would imagine none of them would curse that often. Oh, but they do. <laughs> oh, but they do. Wow. I mean, uh, come on. I, Starfire's uh, known for her potty mouth across the galaxy. No, what? No. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah, that's one they're going to have to figure out what they're doing with before I'm even going to be okay with what they're doing. I mean, does she just look like a prostitute the entire time? Uh, she was. See, that's weird. Wait, she looked like it or she was it? Hold she on. She was it. She was a prostitute. Wait yeah, a minute. That's the way Wait I took it. Wait a minute. <laughs> now, in, now, in the comics, she was a slave. And th- what, are you saying that she was she was a space prostitute or she was a space no. in sexual slavery? She's not an alien. Uh, well, what I am thinking, and again, we haven't seen what's going on. I think she wakes up in somebody else's body. Is what I think is going on. Oh God! Huh? Oh God! <laughs> but there appears to be uh, sex for pay or some kind of oh, God. All right. Yeah. all right, all right, all right, all right, yep. all right. I need yeah. to watch. 
I will watch this before we watch the, before we record next. I'm sorry for not yeah. having done so. I will I will do this. Yeah. Let's let's. Yeah. I, this is just getting me angry, and I don't want to talk about it if we haven't seen it. So let's move okay. on. Yeah, yeah. Because I actually I need to watch it again because again I was like 48 beers. Yeah, early. I remember. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> But the way the way I came away from it was like there was no story turns or out, no turns out you're the one who woke up in someone else's bed and yeah. you're the prostitute. You were just yeah. drunk and got it confused with Titans. You didn't watch that show at all. <laughs> I, you were just having you're, sex for money yeah, and cursing Batman. You just sold your ass <laughs> well, on the you know what? That makes it more important that you guys watch it and get back to me. Okay. Watching it, I'm like, is that Jeremy on Titans selling his body? Holy shit. Wow. He's wearing a purple dress and an orange wig. What the hell is going on here? <laughs> All right. Marvel reveals new Guardians of the Galaxy lineup. Joe, yeah. why don't you give us a rundown on that? Well, a new team of intergalactic superheroes will soon be traversing the cosmos. Marvel finally <laughs> unveiled its roster with uh, writer Donny Cates, who is hot as the ghostwriter that he wrote, and artist Jeff Shaw. They're, they're the creative team on it. Uh, and let's see, it's going to include Groot, Moondragon, Nova, Silver Surfer. Do we know which version of Nova? Cosmic Ghost Rider, Adam Warlock, Beta Ray Bill, Darkhawk, Philavel, Gladiator, and Star-Lord. It is stacked. It's reminiscent to me of the, the Annihilators. Uh, the Annihilators, exactly right. Yeah, yeah it's exactly it's very right. very reminiscent of that, yeah. Yep. This, this team is super stacked. <laughs> yeah. Like, so that's yeah, I, I would imagine it's going to be a senior writer. Rich Ryder, I mean, because he's around, right? And it looked like him on the cover of the picture, and that's all. Did it? So I'm, yeah, I'm super stoked for this book. Did I you read? Now you read wait. Thanos, right? Thanos. Yeah, oh, yeah. absolutely. Yeah, you enjoyed yeah. that, right? Yeah. Oh yeah, I by all it. accounts, it's really good. In this play, in this 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 uh, series, so uh, have you been reading the new uh, Infinity I, freaking Wars? Infinity Wars, yes, I am. Yeah, and so they had that Thanos one shot mm-hmm. that was part of it. Yep. This this takes place like after that with the whole um the will, last will and testament of Thanos. Got it. So because I was like, okay, they had this issue, this thing happened, and then they went right back to what was going on with, you know, uh, you know, the rest of the storyline. I was like, What the hell happened? what the hell happened with Thanos? You yeah. know, and the whole will thing. And now when this came out, I was like, Okay, that makes sense. They're gonna spin it off outside of the uh, infinity wars series so i'm I, i'm super looking forward to this Dan, danny coates or kate's donny kate's is everything he's writing right now is just is yeah he's he's, he's yeah people really really love his stuff yeah um the the he wrote the thanos one i enjoyed that i've not yeah. read his cosmic ghost writer so apparently good. it's great yeah it's so good he created the most ridiculous character ever Right. Frank Castle becomes the Ghost Rider and the Herald of Galactus. Like, <laughs> like the '90s, the '90s call. They want everything back. Yeah, and it works. That's the the best part. Like, how in the hell did this work? It, well, did you ever read? Does. Did you read Space Punisher? Space Punisher. Yeah, oh, I, don't from, think I, I think that. Frank Thierry wrote it a few years ago. Maybe like eight years ago. Yeah, it was a four or five issue miniseries, and it was Punisher in space with superpowers. It was crazy. Well, this is probably very reminiscent to that. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So I'm, I'm looking very much looking forward to that, and it's good that you know Guardians gets a little bit change because it's been the same team 
for quite some time, you know. Yeah, and ultimately, I was disappointed in the Bendis run myself. Like I didn't. That, uh, yeah, it just didn't pop for me. It didn't do anything for me. I I agree. I mean, I was excited when he started writing it because it's almost Bendis. I generally like his stuff, but I was yeah. like, yeah. Well, they're the team that has suffered the most from popularity, so mm-hmm. everyone wants them to show up in all their adventures and the crossovers and mini, you know, and all this stuff. And it's like just, mm-hmm. they they don't really have because they weren't really a team before the movie. They don't. I mean, you know, they were, but they weren't. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like there's yeah. not a rich history to draw on, so they just they when I read them, they just feel like a propped up movie promotion characters. Does yeah, that, I mean, other than sense? that, I don't, it, I don't mean it, that in a, in a totally negative way, because I really love the movies and I really, I've enjoyed the books, but it just, they, they feel like they're not really having their own adventures. Yes, yeah, and, and they just keep like latching onto everybody else's adventures. I think, right. I like it when Marvel has, you know, Marvel Earth. And that stuff that's going on, and I like the Marvel cosmic, oh, yeah. where you have like the you know Silver Surfer shows up and Adam Warlock, and and they're kind of like completely separate, and they're all doing their own thing, like almost two separate universes. Totally. But Annihilation it was great, well, and I know it was, that was a long time ago, but I mean that was one of the greatest like stories, you know, maxi series if you want to call it, yeah, that Marvel's ever done in my opinion. Mm-hmm. I lo- I absolutely loved it, and that's kind of what where, where uh, the Guardians of the Galaxy came from really yeah oh, it totally and is. landing writing them you know yeah totally is it's better in my opinion it's a better crossover than uh infinity gauntlet um yeah because it's more modern and it's got bigger i mean infinity gauntlet's six issues or whatever yeah I mean, yeah i think it's, it's just, great it's just i think more, it's more, yeah it's got more scope to it yeah definitely 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 i yeah. used uh in my in my job as a uh, gamefly uh social media today i used uh someone someone said something negative to us and i and i and i said something like that's thanos level mean <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty up there yeah yeah <laughs> like thanos level mean. yeah because it was cruel like what they said was pretty cruel and i was like come on dude and it got a few likes people people, people yeah <laughs> people got it word word all right so this leads me to the, our next story, which is actually something we brought up, what, two or three episodes ago, yeah, Paul? Do you remember? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I remember. Uh, I well, we talked we, about it. But... We talked about it. We begged for it. We ended up in a little bit different line. Yeah. Well, we but wanted Legion. James... We wanted Legion. Yeah, yeah. But James Gunn is apparently set to at least write, possibly direct, Suicide Squad two. Even uh, suicidier. Any, yeah. Well, <laughs> anybody want to say something? I can't positive or I negative. Wait for this. I think it's <laughs> yeah. going to be awesome. Uh, I am still very upset with Marvel. I hope Bautista quits Marvel and goes, and I hope he plays Bane. I hope oh, that's, yes. that's the role I hope, wants to I hope play. Michael Rooker comes in and plays uh, Captain Boomerang and Jai, uh, Cor- Jai oh. Courtney can play Boomerang's son or go scratch and just reboot yeah. it but I want Michael Rooker to be Captain Boomerang 100% yes 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 I hadn't thought about Michael Rooker as Captain Boomerang well you know he does everything with James Gunn so he's gonna. there's going to be a role for Rooker yeah. 
So yes, bring him in as the old and and you actually could easily do it in continuity with Jai mm-hmm. Courtney, just be his dad, you know, and just have yeah. his dad show up. And then what does James Gunn do? But he writes daddy issues movies, right? Yeah. So that's yeah. perfect. No, you're absolutely right. That would that would work quite nicely. Um so as far as Suicide Squad, James Gunn plus or minus, either one of you see a big well let's go is there a negative you see with that first off? Um not nothing jumps to mind because no. I probably wasn't even gonna watch the second Suicide Squad movie. Yeah, I mean the first one as it was is now garbage. 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 So anything anything would have been an upgrade and the fact that it's the guy who made my probably second favorite Marvel movie. That's amazing. I'm so in. Mm-hmm. So in. Yeah, I don't know how you lose on this. Uh, first off, I think the three of us deserve a big pat on the back, right? Come on, no, all three I of mean, us. Yeah, I mean, come on, we're amazing. Yeah. This is our this is our idea. Yeah. And, and <laughs> listen, gonna I'm going to throw this out there uh, amongst my group. Amongst like as soon as I saw it online, I was out there with Bautista as Bane. That I was that was the first person that I saw that was saying it. And I don't know how to. Yeah. I don't really know how to check Twitter, but I tweeted it immediately as soon as I heard the news. And then a few, nah. and a few hours later, I saw people talking it. But oh yeah, oh, I I saw it immediately. Yeah. I saw it immediately. Then I saw somebody go like, "Well, shouldn't a Latino play that?" Yeah. Okay, okay, maybe. But either his mom or his dad was Filipino, which is uh, half Latino, it, right? That, yeah, I don't care. I, he's perfect <laughs> for Bane. I don't care. Like you well, got, dude, like if I you want to talk about representation, <laughs> you got that's what El Diablo, uh, the the fire guy. You know what I mean? Like this, yeah. that's a character who's been played by Jeep Swenson, and uh, uh, what's his name from uh, Dark Knight Rises? Tom Tom, Tom Hardy, Hardy. You know, like yeah. I don't care. The, and and Tom Hardy, perfect. Tom Hardy, I'm pretty sure is five foot three. Yeah, he's a very tiny man. Yeah, he's a very small man, very short. Well, no, well, he's a short man. Short, I'm like to say tiny yeah. or small. He's we'll a talk short about man. him later. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm super stoked for this. I mean, I mean, I, there's some people I've seen in the DC camp. They're just like, oh, great, here we go. They're gonna make Suicide Squad. You know, good. A, 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 yeah, <laughs> a funny, a funny campy movie like Guardians of the Galaxy. I'm like. What the hell? Are you serious? You mean instead of a boring fucking slog (laughs) like you made? Yeah. Yeah. Like, oh my God. So there's got to be those haters, but I I cannot see anything but this being a positive thing for DC. And then those people went and they watched Venom for the third time. Ugh. How could you possibly watch that? Okay. We'll talk about that later. (laughs) I couldn't even get through it for a first time. All right, all right. Okay, let's uh, let's kind of bring this back down. Paul, what's your pick of the week? Uh, my pick of the week uh, was by Image Comics. It was a new book put out by uh, Daniel Warren Johnson. He, uh, if anybody read the Extrem- uh, Extremity uh, series that I put out not too long ago, it's really good. Uh, it's called Murder Falcon. And it's just a, a re- completely ridiculous book, and I absolutely lo- love it. It's just like this dude is kind of down and out, and he played in a metal band, and the band broke up, his girlfriend broke up, and then this fucking murder falcon, this crazy kind of like falcon with a metal arm shows up to fight these monsters from another dimension, and he's powered by by metal. 
So this guy Jake needs to just, you know, play uh, shred the guitar and it powers this murder falcon and it, you know, gives him the energy and the power to beat these giant monsters. And it's just completely <laughs> ridiculous. And I absolutely loved it. I loved that every sounds, single panel of it. It's amazing. It is completely amazing. Strangely uh, enough, <laughs> Murder Falcon is what we used to call my grandmother. <laughs> really? Yes. Yeah. Was she too I, powered by metal? <laughs> uh, well, more Merle Haggard, but yeah. <laughs> I mean, essentially, yes. Yeah. It was and, just a uh, super fun book, and the art was great, so yeah. Like well, Paul, what book are you looking forward to next week? Uh, Symmetry Beach, uh, number two, also by Image Comics. It's just uh, a Warren, Warren Ellis' new book. Um, Warren Ellis is one of my all-time favorite writers, so I pretty much pick up anything he makes. And uh, I'm just looking forward to the second issue. It's it's a really weird book, and you don't know what the hell's going on, so I can't really like explain it with any type of. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, that's typical Warren Ellis. But I just love reading any all of, any and all of his dialogue. Like it's just super entertaining to me. So that's what I'm looking forward to next week. If you could explain it, nobody'd want to read it. If nobody wanted to read it, you couldn't explain it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Joe, what was the last book you read? Uh, don't laugh at me. Uh, it was. Um, <laughs> two of two issues it wasn't even the full four issues of the four issue adaptation of the film the what? phantom menace oh what? <laughs> i read issues number two and number three of Why? the lucas because it was in my poll it was in my box of books to read and i grabbed a bunch yeah. of books today and i took it to work with me and i read it at lunch and it was I, I don't have one and i don't have four i don't think or if i do they're in my they're actually i've read them before <laughs> And that was just in line to be read today, so that's what I read at lunch. And and overall, <laughs> what is your impression? Wizard. I'll tell you what, <laughs> if they ever if they ever make a movie out of that film, I hope they make a lot of changes to it. If they ever make a movie out of that comic book. Because <laughs> it strikes me as it might be a little bit might be a little boring if they made oh a, if they made God. a movie out of that comic book. <laughs> I didn't expect that, and it damn near killed me. Oh, my God. All right. So you found it a little slow. Yeah. Uh, yeah. There's a lot of exposition. Especially in the middle there, too. Right? Yeah. A little overbearing. Yeah. The uh, the old guy with the, the funny goatee just kept talking about midichlorians a lot and, and over-explaining exactly what they mean and why this little kid who seems like a complete waste of space is supposed to be special. I have yeah. no idea what midichlorians are, and I don't want to. Yeah, no, no, don't care. Right. Don't For know, some reason, care. that's a spot in my brain that's missing. Nope. <laughs> yeah, it's and and the uh, in comic form, the relationship between Anakin and Padme is no less creepy than it is on screen. <laughs> All right. Especially, especially when he walks away and flippantly goes, "Cause I'm gonna marry you one day," and he exits the scene. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot all about that scene. Ooh, awkward. It's been a long. <laughs> <laughs> now, granted, it's... if I was ever in a room with Natalie Portman and I exited, I would say oh, it was exact. Well, well, sure, sure, but you know, you're not, not a... as a ten-year-old. Like... Yeah, you're not a nine-year-old boy. Well, you know what? That nine-year-old boy had more balls than either one of you had. That's true. So, that's true. Oh, to be yeah. fair. That's the Darth Vader in him, I guess. Yeah. 
I think maybe we have found the point of evil in his story. Uh oh. Yeah. Natalie Portman yeah. rejecting him? Are you saying Darth Vader was an incel? <laughs> no. <laughs> you, you, no. Hold on. No, I would never accuse anybody of being an incel unless they self labeled that way. Because that is the weirdest thing I've ever seen in my life. I can't get laid because I don't want to get laid because I am too good to get laid. And now I'm angry about it. And now I'm going to wear a tattoo oh. that says I'm an incel. Oh, it sounds like you've been reading my manifesto. Yeah, sounds like my adolescence. Yeah, right. Well, yeah, Joe, I bought your book. That's, that's what you were talking about, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Incel for me, incel for you. Yeah, exactly. A study, a study in duality. Fan, yeah, it's uh, you know what? I don't want to get into it. I didn't mean I, to I, either. I don't, I don't mean to either, it. but it's 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 my fault because I read Star Wars A Phantom Menace issue number two and issue number three, <laughs> and so, that's what Joe read last. This so, guys, my intention was to go see Venom this weekend. My wife wanted to really go see it, and I said, Hey, let's go to Monterey instead. And then she said yes, and then we went to Monterey. So what did I miss? What 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 didn't I get? What? First of all, that was a great decision. Best decision you honor. made. Best decision <clears throat> you made. Yeah. So yeah. So uh, what what went wrong? What went right? Uh, well, let's just tell me about Venom. <laughs> Do I have to? in this? In a spoiler-filled <laughs> conversation over the next few minutes. Yeah, so spoilers, everybody. Um, it's a bad, it's a bad movie. It's a bad movie. People are yeah, out there trying know. to say it's good. It's not good. If you like Venom, you have terrible taste in <laughs> movies. You obviously ask for nothing yeah. from your from your films. You, you Venom gives you nothing. It is a garbage yeah. movie. Yeah, I, I I can I struggle to think of one redeeming quality in that movie. Yeah. Like the CG actually looked okay. Great. I mean, fine. But I, I, I like that you said okay. Yeah. I, it's listen. You you take your main character who's who's only interesting in the comic books, and I am putting that out there. It is the the only thing that he is interesting in the books. He makes a great villain because he is passionate about Spider Man. Whether he wants to kill him or whether he wants to bond with him, either way. It's his fixation with Spider-Man that makes Venom interesting. I'm not talking about Agent Venom, by the way. Agent Venom, yeah. diff- different, and different. and I was a fan. But the yeah. regular Venom, that is what makes him interesting. Every Venom story without his fixation on Spider-Man has been boring and garbage, and that's what you get in this movie because there's no Spider-Man. It is He has no motivation. There is no good reason for us to care about anything about the character, and they don't. It's garbage. Yeah. And, and it's a piece... As soon as in the beginning, after the first act, when they go six months later, I'm like, yeah. fuck, fuck you, you. <laughs> fuck you, you reshooting, yes. re-editing bastards, fuck off with this six months later shit. Because then Tom Hardy was a completely different character course, for the yes. rest of the movie. Do you agree, yes. Paul? Yes. Oh, 100%. Yeah. 100%. They shot that movie. It was terrible. And then they tacked on the beginning and a bunch of stuff in the middle. Mm-hmm. And so he is playing a different Eddie Brock in different scenes of the movie. Yes. And at the end, uh, hey, why did you, uh, why does, why does he, why are you so Uh, different? Why does he hate you so much? Because I'm like you, Eddie, I'm a loser. Fuck you. You You might as well be calling all your fans losers too, quite frankly. (laughs) 
I, I don't understand how anyone likes that movie. Jeremy, it takes place in San Francisco. Well, the whole that was the, my. That's I mean, the opposite of New York. Well, that's it, that's where that um the that's they they pulled the the whole killing of the homeless people. They pulled that from that Venom Lethal Protector, which yeah. is which is by the way the butt of jokes. Lethal Protector mm-hmm. has been the butt of jokes for years. For years. For years. It's not a good comic book series. The fact yeah. that, that that first issue is now like 15 or 20 bucks is embarrassing that people are paying that. It is... Oh my god, it's so terrible. And, okay, here's... Answer me this. So, they 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 go out of their... And, and I, it's actually... It's a movie that got worse as it went along. If they had stayed yes. with what they obviously were reshoots, if they had stayed with those kind of motivations, I would have been okay with it. But they mm-hmm. they establish in the beginning that the the they don't ever call them Clintars, which they've named them in the comic. Why don't you name them in the movie? But yeah, they that yeah. the symbiotes they can't survive in our atmosphere, which I like. So that means they well, ha- yeah. they have to bond yeah. to someone, which is cool. Yes. Mm-hmm. And then what makes Eddie special is he's one of the rare people that they can bond with successfully, right? I like yeah. that. That's kind of neat, right? Paul, would you agree? Yeah. Okay. They don't just bond to anyone. Right. So now fast forward to the very end of the movie and the head symbiote, uh, Riot, I believe his name was. Yes. Yes. His plan is to steal the space shuttle, go into space and get more aliens to bring them back to Earth. Why would you want to bring them back to an environment that's going to kill them and and three quarters or more of the people that you survive on? Mm-hmm. That is signs level stupidity on the part of the aliens of let's attack an earth that is three quarters water and we're allergic to water. Yeah. That is, and every time they possess some or, you know, take over a host and then leave that host, the host dies except for the girlfriend. Right. She's fine. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. She's completely fine. Right. Like there's such stupidity in this movie and it is as dumb as signs was with the water. There is no yeah. reason why that alien would want to bring more of his people no to planet Earth. Whatsoever. None. They would kill. They would all die before anything. Absolutely yes. stupid. Absolutely stupid. The, yeah, the dialogue was atrocious. Yeah, it was oh, some of the worst dialogue I, I've ever seen. They the fact yeah. that they kept that turd rolling downhill line in, and that's oh. and that's their stinger. That's how they end that's the movie. The, yeah. Oh my god! Fuck you. Take a fucking yeah. writing class. It's terrible. And, terrible. Every joke fell oh, flat. <laughs> also, if you notice the the scene bef- so that scene, which is takes place in the convenience store, that is absolutely mm-hmm. during the night, right? It's nighttime, it's dark yeah. out. Yeah. The scene immediately before it when he's like, I'm hungry, let's go get some food. Yeah. Couldn't have right. been more middle of the day. <laughs> yeah. They didn't even bother. They were in bother. there for a long time. Okay, yeah. Yeah. They didn't even bother to like shoot him walking at sunset or you know no it goes from absolute bright middle of the day conversation to oh no we obviously shot this before and oh it's so fucking dumb and they did one of the things i just cannot stand like in some things they're kind of like okay i'll just let it go but when the villain is just the exact same as the hero just a yes. bad yes yes so fucking like, stupid I, I cannot stand like really and and when it's two CG Venoms fighting each other at the end, it's worse. It's like Michael Bay Transformers movies. Yeah, I can't. can't I had no idea what the hell was going on. No idea. They had to slow it down to that super slow mo in order for us to get any idea of what was happening. Was so stupid. You, you know what they should have did? They they <sighs> tease it in the beginning with a name drop 
they killed John Jameson right away. Yeah, why, right why away. Did, why don't you make it Man Wolf versus Venom? That would have been ten times better. That would have been <laughs> super dope. They come back. They got both a, a Venom symbiote and they've they've got a a rock, and the rock yeah. turns him. Or or even if it's a symbiote, even if you want to make it a symbiote, yeah. but it makes him a werewolf or something. Yeah. And then you get this werewolf killing people all over the countryside. <clears throat> blah blah blah. Something like that. Hold I on. Don't know. Hold on. I I have to stop everybody here. So they kept pieces of the Spider-Man Marvel universe yet divorced others. Yes. Yes. They I can't... mean, Jameson, like within the first 10 minutes. Yeah. Oh, they they name check him. It's it's in a like a, yeah. like a news report. They're like, astronaut yeah. John Jameson, Jameson was reported dead. And you're dead. like, oh, fuck. Really? Like yeah, he's dead? Great. Thanks a lot. <laughs> yeah, but. Is Peter Parker anywhere in this? There's world? not a single no. mention of any Spider-Man or Peter Parker or not anything remotely. I think the only thing I recognized was Jameson. Yeah, that was it. There, totally. There it. was no Daily Bugle. There was no. Nope. You know nothing. And they talked about him in New York working, but mm-hmm. I don't. They didn't say the bugle. Oh, and and in those that first twenty minutes of the movie, he was a super capable reporter doing sure. good things. He was like working Thanks. for like Vice, you know, like doing like yeah. Vice kind of investigative stuff. And he fucked up one thing, and all of a sudden he's a giant loser. He's fired, and yeah. nobody, nobody likes him. Yeah, so that that's why well, he's a well, giant loser. Because some, but sometimes we like, that does happen though. Uh, I, mm, it was it that was hard. To happened swallow. to me, but you're not a giant loser. You didn't change who you were. Well, well, uh, sometimes I feel like that. I had one bad situation. Now I feel like shit. So I get how somebody falls in that kind of trap. So I am going to call okay. a little bit of bullshit All right. on you. All, right. All right. Fair enough. Fair enough. However, though, however, you're not a narrative. If you're telling a narrative and you want us to, to like and bond with a guy, that's a bait, that's a, that's a bait and switch. I, I am removing one penalty from your score. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, yeah, oh, was, oh, and yeah. here's why. And honestly, here's why. Because then at the end of the movie, in that the worst stinger I've ever seen in a superhero movie, he's back to being Mr. Badass yeah. reporter, but with no explanation. They should well, I guess he I guess he outed like he had I don't know. I guess he outed the bad guy. Did he? Okay. Oh, he was right after all. Let's give Is him the show back. Yeah, Listen, I think I'll so. tell you what. They should have <laughs> just did the final stinger without him at all. That would have made actually. But, that would have been less yes. confusing for me. They just just say meanwhile in Alcatraz, and then here you go and show me the worst wig ever on Woody oh, Harrelson. I was going to ask you, like, how did you think? Holy, Woody did. Holy shit, man. Woody was one Woody was terrible. I love Woody Harrelson. He was terrible. And that that fright wig was garbage. <laughs> like garbage. A 90-year-old a 90-year-old was... Lucille Ball called and said she wanted her wig back. You know what it reminded me of? It reminded me of the Mr. Glass, the Samuel Jackson's hairstyle. Oh. A little bit. It was the same kind of like cut. But with wider curls in red, like yeah, it was bad. It was really, really bad. Yeah, it was. It was so bad. <laughs> so bad. The, so, but the sad thing is, this movie made money. Well, yeah, yeah but... that's what's so depressing about this. 
Lots of things make money, but it doesn't make them good. I'm so disappointed here. Because no, but Sony wants to be like, oh, we made like over $200 million our open weekend. Let's make another one. Yeah, Let's they're make, gonna make Morbius, Morbius and they're going to, yeah, they're going to do that. A, they're going to do Black Craven, you know. Oh, they're going to do Craven with how Venom. Do you, how do you do Craven without Spider-Man? Well, they're with as Venom. How do you do Venom without Venom? Yeah, because they're going to have Venom be the be the Craven last hunt. He's going to be hunting Venom. Venom. It's going to be terrible. Oh shit! The bed right there. <laughs> yeah. No, my my wife was asking me. She really wanted to go see Venom because you know she's a chick and she wants to see Tom Hardy. And she's like, "So where does Spider-Man come in?" And I go, "I well." Here's where he comes in the comics. I don't think he comes in at all at the movie. Wait, this isn't a Marvel movie? Mm, no. But isn't... No. No, it's not. It's it's really not. I think Sony s- sneaked this movie out and made people feel like it was part of the Marvel Universe. Am I wrong? Anybody? Anybody? Maybe. Maybe I, I, mean, I don't. I haven't really asked anybody like they want you to that think specifically. Sure, yeah, they want you to think. Oh, that, I'm sure yeah. they. We are, of course. Isn't that the whole point of trademark law? Yeah. Well, I mean, Marvel's. I mean, Marvel. They're they're aware of it. I mean, know, Marvel, they, I'm sure everything the they everything they did is is legal and on the yeah, up. And right. I guarantee but, it has to be. But but every time a major corporation sues a small company. For shit that doesn't even get this close, isn't it because it might confuse the consumer? Oh, that's true. Well, I mean, yeah, that is true. But in this case, both right. both well, the major conglomerates worked on it together. So yeah, it's you know, so there's no yeah, there's no there's no boot there because <clears throat> except doesn't it confuse the consumer into seeing some shit they didn't think they were seeing? Yeah, well, maybe I yes. can only really speculate at that point, like. I really have to ask around, like, hey. Well, I, I can tell you, my wife, who's not a big consumer of yeah. super shit, assumed that if we went to see this, I'd be stoked because we were seeing a Spider-Man movie, and we weren't. This is a hundred percent not a Spider-Man movie. There's nothing right. further from Spider-Man. right. Yeah. So isn't isn't the whole point of trademark? Isn't the whole point of all this shit? These big companies sue little companies into in existence for you're right you're right to yeah. prevent this shit right here you you are absolutely right okay it's gonna go that I mean, route but we're just gonna get more shitty movies well yes right but we're gonna get more shitty movies by bigger conglomerates who want to <laughs> fuck us out of our money when yeah. they don't want to let a small company even get close to look if you went and made a movie called uh you know uh Pierre, the Spider-Man of Paris, you get shut the fuck down right away, oh, even if yeah. you didn't use anything that looked similar to Spider-Man outside of that name. But two big conglomerates, hey, let's look like we're uh, you know, we're doing this shit together, and we'll fuck everybody out of their money. Nobody says shit, and nobody gives a fuck, to the point where even people can openly ask you, didn't I just go see a Marvel movie? No, you did not. Yet there was no way to tell. There was no way to tell because they all reached into your pocket and took it out of your pocket and didn't give a shit because they did it in cooperation with each other. 
This is the shit that makes me angry about large corporations. This is the shit that makes me angry about intellectual properties. This movie right here, this is the thing that makes it hard for a small production company to do something semi-interesting. But a large company can go ahead and just fucking take money right out of your wallet and nobody says shit. Shit, yep. Oh, guys, I just, oh, sorry. I'm, I didn't even realize I was a little bit angry about that. Totally. <laughs> yeah, man. Like, <laughs> well, honestly, this is, this is how um, DC Comics shut down uh, the original Captain Marvel. Yeah, Goddamn Fawcett. right it is. Exactly why. Yeah, it's how they fucked Fawcett and destroyed mm-hmm. that character for, for a good couple decades. And held it, yeah, held it up for thirty years mm-hmm. until they finally went. Oh, we'll lease it from you. Oh, you're fucking broke. Okay, we'll finally buy it from you, since we kept you from publishing for thirty years. Right. Yeah. Oh my god! I actually no, that was actually <laughs> totally off the cuff. I didn't realize how angry I was about that idea. You, you, you're but, not. You're not wrong at all. Oh no, yeah. No, but that's that's what I see coming out of that. Um, well, you know what? Let me ask you this. I, I, I didn't mean to go down that path. Do we have anything positive to say about Venom? It, it, it ended. Yeah, not a single thing. Yeah. I used my AMC oh. pass, so I didn't pay full price for it. Oh, well, that's a good thing. I, yeah. yeah, I only paid five bucks to watch it. Yeah, I saw it, it on IMAX. And well, I, that's I saw it with awesome. my friend Pablo, so we had a good time. Oh, but three quarters, well, of, three quarters of the way in the movie, we just turned to each other and went, holy shit. And it was like the same moment. We were just like, this is fucking bad. Well, I'm glad I didn't go see it. Yeah, you should be. You're yeah. a lucky, lucky man. I have to watch that fucking. It's one of the worst superhero movies I've ever seen. Yeah. Really? That. Okay, mm-hmm. so Venom versus Green Lantern. I enjoyed Green Lantern more. Wow. Like I, there's zero hesitation with that with me because there, there was parts about that that I laughed and I was uh, like, oh, that's kind of cool. Uh, um, uh, wow. Uh, yikes. Green, okay, Green Joe, Lantern, Green Lantern, Green Lantern, Green Lantern, Green Lantern. Really? Yeah, because there was, there was more originality, sort of. Ooh. Sort of. Sort of. God, you're gonna make me say good things about Green Lantern. Yeah. Oh there, my. There was more. Yeah. No. That, I mean, they both honestly both suffer similar problems. Yeah. You know, they're both similarly disjointed in the narrative storytelling of it. Um, they both take huge leaps of, of logic. But at least, like, I guess at least Green Lantern had its heart <laughs> in the right place. Venom just seemed like a fucking cash grab to cash in on uh, extra dollars that guys haven't spent on Axe body spray. (laughs) Actually, I really liked your turn of phrase there. That was, uh, (laughs) that was nice. Can you imagine if Green Lanterns was just Sinestro and they had a yellow ring and there was a zero mention of the Green Lanterns? Yeah, right. Exactly. Exactly that. You'd be like, what the hell? Well, yeah, I mean, we're going to see, we're going to see with the the Joker movie. And I know we've talked about that before in the past, but that's, that's going to be the next test of this. Like if you, if you want to do these spinoff movies, you better goddamn find a compelling reason to tell these stories, not just because we have the license rights to the character and we want to make a fucking story. Because if (laughs) Silver Sable is like this and if, and if they do a Morbius movie and it's this level of bullshit, fuck that. Yeah. Exactly. 
I so, so I, um, <clears throat> I, I abstained from this movie. You both saw it. Courteously, courteously. Yes. Yeah, I had not, so, my brother's flight was delayed, and I had nothing else to do in Dallas, so I watched it. <laughs> <laughs> so we can call this three thumbs down. Yes. Yeah. 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 Unless you count one, unless you're you're allowed to count two of my thumbs. <laughs> yeah. Well, we'll assume we count two of your thumbs. Mine's a middle because I just abstained, and we're still three thumbs down. Yeah. And there weren't that many thumbs involved in the counting. Yeah, it's not good. It's not good. And I, I really am grossed out seeing people online like talk about how oh, awesome it is. No, it's not awesome, guys. It's honestly, you know what it is? It's if if you mix the movies, Ghost Rider, and frankly, either of the Hulk movies, and I like both I like parts about both the Hulk movies. I do. But if you mix Ghost Rider and Hulk, that's what this that's what this movie is. Hey, let me ask you, which which Ghost Rider movie? Uh, the first one, not even the second one. Not even the fun, batshit, crazy second one. Yeah, because yeah. it was only marginally better than the first. Yeah, the second one was nuts. But yeah, yeah, yeah the first, I'm talking about the first one. The cookie cutter-esque <laughs> aspect of the first one. And then mm-hmm. and then, and then make it into a, a Hulk movie of like a guy battling an inner demon. They, I like the stuff when he was talking to the symbiote, but they don't even get to that until like 45 minutes into the fucking movie. Movie, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know what? It sounds it sounds like Suicide Squad to me, but with one person instead of yeah, yeah, uh, one hundred and forty three. Pretty much. How many people are? Yeah, how many people are in that movie? It's a lot, right? Mm-hmm. All right. So, recording issues, slow news week. But um, while we we're get... while we've been recording, De- yeah. Dennis Hoff. From the uh, brothel in Los Angeles, he died. Did he die at uh, uh, Donald Trump's house? Yeah, no, but it was after <laughs> some apparently some big political rally. I was uh, as we were chatting here, it came up around my newsfeed. He just died, so that's one Jeez. less one less MAGA head gone. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, <laughs> I never like to cheer somebody's death, but. Oh, well, I've seen better people die than that. (laughs) All right, Joe. Yes. Where can people find your show at? Joe on Joe pod. Go to uh, go to Joe and Joe dot com or, you know, find me. I'm on uh, anywhere you get your your podcasts. Just find Joe on Joe. It's G.I. Joe. It's awesome. I hear you've done a a couple guest appearances lately. Yeah, I was on. um, What was I on? Launchpad podcast. I show up places. I do what I can. He's here and there. I do what I can. Yeah. Yeah. And Paul, I hear you still keep a low profile because of that lawsuit. Yeah, still. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Things have been going on for like 84 years. (laughs) Still just kind of hang out. My life is significantly better for it. (laughs) No, that's probably true. Well, everybody else, uh, for Joe Slepsky, for Paul Vieira, and myself, Jeremy Vilmer, bye-bye, everybody. Bye. Ciao. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.